Welcome to the Billions of Atoms podcast. My name is Dino. Billions of Atoms is all about our own personal experience with meaning and purpose in life and what we have done in various stages of our life to find meaning and purpose. What are your beliefs in relation to the origins of the universe, the heavens above of mankind and life on earth? Are you religious? Do you believe in a supreme being, a divine spirit as the creator of life, the heavens and earth? Or do you believe in the Big Bang, a rapid inflation of the universe from the point of singularity? Welcome to episode one of the Billions of Atoms podcast. We thought the best place to start our podcast is the very beginning, before time itself and refresh our understanding of the origins of the universe from the Big Bang to the present day. Our first episode will explore what the scientific community says in relation to the origins of the universe. And then in a series of episodes, we hope to explore what different religions and cultures believe about the origins of mankind and the universe. Join us on this journey of discovery. We are curious we are enthusiastic, we are agnostic, but we're also open-minded. So one of our mantras here at Billions of Atoms HQ is that we are all connected to everything and everyone around us. We say we are billions of atoms, we are billions of years old, we have borrowed these atoms from the universe and we should use them well. With that philosophy at our core, it seems appropriate to start by looking at the origins of these atoms and explore where we come from. Beginning at the Big Bang goes without saying, nothing in our show should be interpreted as our advice to you. And also, we're not astrophysicists. So if you're doing a master's at university, please don't base your research on our podcast. So let me put this question to you. Have you spent much time doing self-analysis or given much thought to who you are? Is it an easy question for you to answer who you are? Do you define yourself as a particular occupation, a doctor, lawyer, homemaker, a bricklayer, a nurse or salesperson? Do you define yourself in terms of your character, loving, happy, bubbly or driven? What about a friend, a family member or a colleague? Is it easy for you to describe who they are? I think we could agree that when we were asked who someone is or ask ourselves who we are, it is relatively easy to answer in terms of accepted labels because we write that story ourselves. We can script it according to the type of person we want to be and through acting out that script into words and actions, this becomes who the world perceives us to be. We use these labels of society, our past, our accomplishments and our ego to describe ourselves, such as occupation, age or 
gender, or character. Human beings appear to be the only species on earth who are obsessed with the labels placed on us by others. The answer to the question, who is she or who is he, is often directly associated with an individual's credibility or value. Particularly these days with celebrity and social media influences capturing so much attention from what seems like the entire world watching them. It's easy to believe from what we consume on social media that unless you are deemed to be somebody through your popularity, then you are effectively a nobody. We are measuring people's credibility and value through a popularity contest. Unless you have a certain number of followers, likes or subscribers, then what you believe or ascribe to has no value or credibility. Now, if we change the question and I ask you what you are, how would you answer that question? Not your occupation, gender or personal attributes, but what are you in the most fundamental terms? Have you ever really thought about what you are in the most basic terms? Well, let's do a quick refresher. You may remember from science class, depending on how long ago that was for you. For me, it was a fair chunk of time ago, maybe 30 years ago, but when I was last at school. And I wasn't really paying a great deal of attention in science. So refreshing my understanding of this was really valuable. So 96% of you is made from just four basic particles that have been in existence from the very beginning of the universe 13 billion years ago. Hydrogen was formed when the universe had cooled enough to allow the matter to stick together, which was around 300,000 years after the Big Bang. And the first oxygen formed around 600 million years after this. Carbon and nitrogen was formed following the death of low-mass stars. And stars didn't form until much after the Big Bang. 62% of the atoms in your body are hydrogen, some of the oldest elements in the universe. Carbon accounts for 32% of your mass and oxygen around 24% with calcium and phosphorus rounding out the six most abundant elements with 0.22% each. You are constantly shedding atoms and replacing them with other atoms through food and breathing. It is said that over a 10-year period, you have replaced the majority of atoms in your body. Remember, that's a lot of atoms, the atoms in your body. Seven octillion atoms. That's seven billion, billion, billion atoms which is a seven followed by 27 zeros. So let's get back to the point of, of this whole discussion. Why does any of this matter? Well, we promised we would not get too preachy or tell you what to do or how to think. 
that's not what we're about. And the truth is we are just like you and still working it out ourselves. I can tell you what this means to me or at least what questions it raises for me. I try my best these days to walk through the world with this connection, our our atomic connection, front of mind. I'm always conscious of what I am because by being conscious of these facts from a scientific standpoint, it keeps me humble, keeps me grounded, and honestly, it just makes me smile whenever I lock eyes with another human being on the street. It reminds me that despite my ego telling me I am the center of the universe, I am not. That this person, even if we cannot speak the same language, is no different to me. I am reminded of an incredibly powerful piece I read about the sheer volume of atoms we have and how they are shared with us. Inside of you right now, there is approximately one atom from every breath, from every human being that ever lived. Every single one. So think of the vilest figure in history and right now they are part of you. And also your most admired historical figure is part of you. From Socrates, Cleopatra, Genghis Khan, Hitler, Michael Jackson or Mother Teresa. So I believe that no matter what color your skin, what gender you are, identify as, what football team you follow, what crimes you have committed, what differences of opinions we have, how rich or how famous you are, we are one. You are, like me, just a collection of borrowed atoms on this tiny speck of dust floating in an infinitely big universe. Through this awareness, I'm forced to think of you as part of me. The atoms we share unite us. Despite what our minds may have manufactured about our differences in appearance or ideologies, we are inseparable. It also reminded me of the fact that I am borrow- if I am borrowing this physical self, my body, the only possession I have, If I am borrowing this from the universe, what rights do I have for ownership of anything? If I borrow my physical self from the universe, how can I possess or have ownership over any part of the world? I am saddened by this knowledge at the knowledge of the billions of people through history and even today, for all of mankind's supposed enlightenment. The billions of people that have suffered because of the stupidity of man to think that he can own anything when his very physical body is borrowed. What an incredible waste it is to take these atoms and use them to kill each other or harm another person in the name of possession of this fraction of a moat of dust. 
while thinking of how best to communicate my personal thoughts on this, my mind turned inwards and I thought of the billions of atoms inside of me. When they are all getting along, things are great. When they are kind to each other, respect each other's space, help each other out, things are great. When they are working together, even though they may not speak the same language or look the same, they all have a purpose. They are all working towards things are great. I get to run and swim. I get to fall in love and make love. I can dream and enjoy a life of meaning. It is only when these atoms start staking a claim of ownership, they recruit other atoms into disrupting things by building up boundaries around what they are doing. They start becoming a cancerous presence and slowly killing the universe they live within, not realizing that this will ultimately result in their own demise. But is there a possibility these atoms know exactly what they are doing? I mean, after all, they are billions of years old and they will simply be returned to the universe to be gifted to another object or animal to allow that being to use them for a very brief period of time. Do they have a memory? It's not inconceivable given memory can be found as a theme in the universe. So the key learnings I have from the research I did for this episode is this. I am humbled by the universal gift of these atoms I borrow. I am incredibly grateful for them. I feel a duty to use them well and to do good things with them, not only for my own gratification, but for the good of the universe. To work as part of the cosmic system and not against it. I am intimately connected to everyone and it is just stupidity to deny that the fundamental building blocks of my body are shared among us all, my enemies and my friends. And therefore, there is no me, mine or I. There is only we, ours and us. I do hope you enjoyed our very first episode we would love to connect with you through our Twitter, Facebook or Instagram and please go to billionsofatoms.com for more content. We will also be putting the podcast on YouTube with some visuals. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share our message. We are truly just doing this to put some love and peace into the world, which we believe the world needs a lot more of at this point. And remember... I am part of you and you are part of me and we are part of everything and everyone.